atypical vort is created by Rabbi Ari Karetsky, host of Jews You Should Know, a great podcast available on all platforms. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. The podcast Serial launched in 2014 and is largely credited with taking the podcast form mainstream. Season one alone has been downloaded over 175 million times. That's even more than Jews you should know, though I can't disclose precisely how many more. I was one of those early listeners who got hooked to the medium and also to the true crime genre, which has become a diversion of sorts ever since. Particularly, I've been drawn to stories of wrongful conviction and the life-saving work of innocence projects and post-conviction relief units. Something about the writing of egregious, sometimes malfeasant wrongs satisfies a deep-seated pining for cosmic justice. Which brings me to this week's protagonist, Joseph, or Yosef. To recall, Yosef was sold into slavery by his jealous brothers. In Egypt, he rose to manage the estate of Potiphar until the latter's wife falsely accused Yosef of rape, leading to his imprisonment. While incarcerated, he found favor with the warden, then accurately interpreted the baker's and butler's dreams, respectively. Eventually, Yosef was released to interpret dreams for Pharaoh, which he did successfully, leading to his conclusive coronation as Egyptian viceroy. Reading through the story this week, I was grabbed by a verse I had never considered in years past. And Pharaoh gave him Asnas, the daughter of Potiphara, the governor of On, for a wife. Presumably, this was the daughter of the very same woman Yosef had been accused of violating. I cannot conceive of a more full-circle moment, of a more thorough vindication, than marrying into the family whose false accusation had led to his prior downfall. Actually, the entire Yosef saga is defined by a series of similar vindications. Sold into slavery on account of the dreams of domination he shared with his brothers, he rises to lead Egypt witnessing these very visions materialize in his life. Then, wrongfully imprisoned, his aptitude as a dream decipherer catalyzes his ascent to royalty. The wheels of justice turn slowly, but grind exceedingly fine, the 19th century poet Henry Longfellow noted, recasting a much older aphorism. Given the travails he experienced, Joseph could have been excused for responding vindictively towards his brothers, who had cast him into a pit physically and metaphorically. But we encounter the exact opposite reaction in next week's Parsha. When he finally reveals his true identity to his astounded brothers, Yosef insists, but now do not be sad and let it not trouble you that you sold me here, for it was to preserve life that God sent me before you. Yosef's depth of graciousness is breathtaking. Imagine being sold into slavery, later confronting your tormentors and drawing the courage not only to forgive them, but to actually comfort them as well. We sometimes are afforded a glimpse of divine justice in our own lives, though often it eludes us. Yosef himself ultimately did enjoy vindication, rising to administer an empire, all while retaining his humility, disclaiming the vanities of victory. Yet even while languishing in a pit or a prison, his fate far more tenuous, his confidence in eventual justice never wavered. Does mine? Shabbat Shalom. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. 
Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. 